Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hello everybody, my name is Clara Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. This is my first like solo podcast show for 2022 and also my first podcast that I've actually recorded this year. The episode that we did last week was recorded last year and usually I sort of batch up my either interviews or my solo episodes to make sure that we are working you know in advance and that nothing gets delays us from releasing an episode but I'm not sure if you saw this um, but I have been trying to record this podcast episode for a couple of days now um, unfortunately I have not been at my house for about 10 days um, my husband got COVID when he was away on a weekend with his friends and so Goldie and I were at my mom's and dad's and they yeah Kurt found out then that he'd been exposed so we stayed away and he got sick so we had to stay away for a lot longer he is better now and I am home so thankfully I have been able to use my microphone because I've been trying to use so many different types of audio I tried to use my airpods and it sounded horrendous um, so I'm very thankful to be back at home with my proper microphone uh, so that it sounds nice and crisp and clear because I cannot stand listening to podcasts with crackly scraggly audio it just drives me nuts so I had been trying to connect my laptop for days and then when I got home I could not find my mic but that is beside the point uh, so very excited to be back home looking forward to a really really great year it hasn't been the the best um, well it hasn't been the easiest start I guess it's you know it's all stuff that's manageable obviously there's definitely worse things in the world as I, you would all know um, but yeah did not expect to be away from my husband for such a long time with our little bub um, so that was tricky uh, but I was very lucky to be able to be at my mum and dad's my mum helping me thankfully uh, and yeah we had traveled to Tasmania from Queensland uh, at the end of last year to spend time with our best friends which was amazing and we sort of just got back in before everything kicked off again uh, in relation to the COVID surge that's been happening and I'm sure I'm not going to talk about it in this episode because probably like me you're all sick of hearing about it um, yeah we got that trip in which was lovely and so now I am jumping back into the swing of things and I am so excited for what we have planned for this year as you you know we had planned a in-person 
conference um, last week. And sadly, we did have to postpone that. About 75% of our speakers were either in isolation or had COVID. Uh, And then once I reached out to people who were attending, they were much more comfortable postponing it at the time, which I totally, totally understood. So we had to postpone that and now we are pivoting, which I'm very excited to announce, to an online virtual conference that we are hosting next Friday, the 28th of January, and that's in 2022. So if you're listening to this in real time, you still have a chance to grab a ticket to the event. We have some of our speakers that were speaking at our in-person event. So the wonderful Jen Dalton from Dance Teacher Central, uh, my husband, Kurt Jones, who is a sports scientist, Brittany Worthington from the Social Britify, uh, Nicola Taylor, who is an acrobatics instructor and my de- and my dance studio manager, uh, myself, I will be speaking. And then because we are now a virtual event, we have been able to grab, uh, not grab, that would be rude, we have been able to secure a a couple of amazing international speakers as well because it's virtual um, so I'm excited to be announcing those but if you're wanting to get more information about that to see if you can come along you can either attend like in quote marks live like in uh, on zoom and be able to interact and ask questions um, or if the time zone doesn't work for you you are welcome to still purchase a ticket and you'll get access to all the recordings and as a part of our sort of sign up process we do ask if you have any questions uh, that we will be asking the specific um, speakers and then I also plan to hold and host a sort of a Q&A style session as well to get through any more questions that you have so if you're interested in joining me uh, and our amazing guest speakers at that, you can find out more information at com forward slash sun dance teacher convention. We are going to host our in-person event. Hopefully uh, we are securing the dates in April and I'll be sharing that about uh, once we have run our virtual event. But, um, you know, we, I, I never, never say it's every, any, nothing's confirmed anymore because you just never know, do you? But uh, that is a sort of a very long introduction, but I just wanted to catch you all up on what's been happening for me, what is going to happen in 2022. I'm sure like many of you, you have been uh, hosting your own like event, uh, not, not event, you've been hosting your own like um, planning sessions in relation to goal setting, maybe working with your team, starting your team meetings, or maybe that's coming up for you, or maybe you're watching or listening to this audio in the future well past it and you're now just wanting some information about what today's topic is all about which is uh hosting a strategy session for a a new year or a new season I guess or a new term depending um how you like to do it personally so um this year is very exciting for me uh we are making some really big step ups in my studio as well as a coaching business and with that, I'm excited to welcome Mariah, who you might have heard me speak about. Mariah has been my social media manager at uh, the um, for my coaching business, uh, and she's also an amazing hip hop instructor at my dance studio. But now she has come on 
uh, into a bigger role at the dance studio as well as our marketing manager, as well as continuing her role as like the podcast producer and our social media manager and just all round legend. So that is very exciting. But with any new addition, you know, there's obviously, uh, you know, more uh, wages to pay and there's just there's just more things you have to be able to commit to uh, providing enough income and uh, job security for your team so I'm whilst I'm so excited like any new change is always um, you know a little bit nerve-wracking so I know and I've committed to really making big step ups in my business this year Um, and I will hope to keep you guys all updated along the way as I decide what direction I'm taking my dance studio and how we are growing and you know the tips and tricks that I can share with you along the way. Uh, we have secured two new school locations so far this year and I really plan to step that up throughout the year as well as our headquarters location. Uh, our petite program we uh, have launched in a, ch- a shopping center and looking also to continue to uh, liaise with childcare centers in our region. It's just obviously again been very tricky with COVID because um, understandably the childcare centers locked down when it gets a little bit hectic. So that's sort of a bit of an overview of what I plan to be doing. Um, But yeah, there is some big step ups in all areas of my business this year. And like, if I'm going to be honest, they do scare me a little. Like it is, I, I'm really optimistic and positive and excited, but I am, it's with, you know, with these big changes, it's always a little bit nerve wracking, but I guess, you know, if you're not, if if your goals and your plans aren't a little scary then maybe they aren't big enough so that's sort of the way I'm going to look at it Uh, and yeah that is just a little bit of an update from me but in today's episode I am going to like I said talk you through a framework that um, I recently used with my admin team uh, and my sort of management team but this could be easily done with your teaching team or just you know with yourself you are a one woman or one man show this could be done uh, by yourself if you could take you know a couple of hours out to really sit down to brainstorm to strategize and I'm going to talk you through the framework uh, that I use which was really great we did it via zoom because we were all in different levels of isolation or quarantine but this would also work amazingly in person with a whiteboard or you know some butcher's paper rolled out and you'd really be able to kind of get into the nitty-gritty of collaborating together so If that is something that you're interested in hearing about, I'm going to take you through uh, a step-by-step plan as to how you can do that and the best way to go about it. So let's jump straight into the show. Alrighty, so I am looking at my strategy team planning doc that I created uh, and we had our meeting on Zoom, like I said, but this could be something that you would draw up on butcher's paper or whiteboard. Um, But I have found actually having it written down in this document to be really, really effective because I've already come back to it a couple of times to, you know, check notes, to be adding these goals and dreams and plans and wishes into our software that we use to make sure we are taking action each day and each week to move forward. I'm not sure about you guys, but you know, often 
in the past or like I've spoken to people as well you know we have all these really great dreams and ideas we write them all down and we do our planning and we write it in our notebooks and then you might come to the end of the year and you look back and you're like oh well I actually know I forgot about that I didn't know I wanted to do that oh no I, I got distracted I didn't do that or or whatever reason what what it is and I think often it's because it's not front of mind so we aren't really focusing on it day to day so by having it in this document um, obviously I'm not coming to check it every day but why I wanted it here was that I could then add it into uh, our our, uh, what is it called like um, mine is called ClickUp I don't know I've just had a mental blank of what they're actually called like the Trellos the Asanas all of those things like the project management software that's what it's called. So that is what I would then add it into to make sure that we are, um, you know, sort of sitting in it and viewing it and loving it every single day. So on the first page, I drew up a little grid and it had, it was a 2021 reflection. So we took some time together to think about the different things that we liked or disliked about 2021. So this could be uh, considered like a sort of a SWOT analysis. I'm, you, I'm sure you've probably heard of it, but you've got your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. Um, I changed the names because I did, and it was just to be silly, but basically it's the same thing. It's a SWOT analysis of 2021. So we had keep, delete, tweak, and beat um, it. So it's being silly. Uh, so something I can we wanted to keep was our challenges and our themes that we'd been running on socials and in the classrooms. We wanted to keep our main events. We loved our assistant teacher program. Something we wanted to get rid of was a couple of softwares. So um, our class management software had not been working for years. So we finally got rid of it. Um, we wanted to get rid of Wufu, which is just like a paid version of um, Google Forms, which, you know, just trying to cut down costs on things. Uh, and then we had a couple of things we wanted to change about our petite show. Uh, other things we wanted to tweak, you know, we, there's a couple of events we wanted to add um, and change and improve on for this year. And then things we wanted to get rid of or potentially um strategize against in terms of threats to our business were things like staff staffing disruptions uh, potential access or lack thereof to our school venues because of covid um, and then uh, my studio manager did bring up the fact that this in our region there's a lot of part-time programs coming up and she wasn't sure if that um, was a threat in a particular way it was again brainstorming so that's page one SWOT analysis of 2021 so it's always really good to look back at the year that was and figure out um, what you liked about it what you didn't like what you want to repeat and what you don't want to repeat for the following year then moving on we did a bit more than brainstorming we thought about our goals and I had another quadrant drawn up that had our core values and our business ethos so we all took turns writing what they were and then we went and started brainstorming um, our long-term goals five to ten years our medium-term goals three to five years and our short-term goals which would be this year so some of those things include like five to ten years you know more school locations potentially a fourth room at our headquarters location medium-term goals were our childcare growth and online presence growing our adults program and our short 
long-term goals for this year included you know greater social media awareness more customer social activities and events uh, building on our current studio curriculum improving our performance team culture etc 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 so we sort of again uh, and I didn't share all of my shared a couple examples um, we had to put them up like that so then on the following page, we could take our short-term goals for this year and really start to elaborate them and essentially create a planning doc or a um, a project planning doc that we could then put into our project management software like ClickUp. So for instance, we took um, an online membership and then we sort of stepped it out of, you know, who'd have access, like when would they have access, how do we plan to manage it, um, and things that we all were had different sort of roles assigned to us. So there's some things that are my responsibility and are more my goals of the business moving forward, and some are then allocated to uh, different department heads within my studio. So it's all well and good, like I said, having those yearly goals, and some of them look great. We've got you know big things we want to achieve in the studio this year. But like I don't know about you, but like I know January is flying by, and if we don't start keeping each other accountable, the year will fly by without being able to get through these goals. So then on the the next page, we break those yearly goals into a quarterly breakdown. So again, just popping the titles for each goal in and then what we do sort of again in a uh, project planning style fashion is break down um, each goal into a couple of steps uh, that uh, would be considered hurdles to complete the event. to complete that certain goal. So we, for instance, is online membership. We wrote one, select price. Two, what is the structure of the program? Three, prepare and schedule content. Four, create marketing and awareness plan. Five, share with our dance family and the general public. So we're going to have sort of two versions of our platform that are for our current students that they get access to and then a paid version um, for outside people or not outside, but for new people to join. Then within each quarter as well, we have a traffic light of importance. So um, we have one, you know, really, really important goals that we want to do first. And then we have that as red and then orange is like medium after that. And then um, green would be the other color. And that's sort of like the maybe the, the simpler ones that are going to be done quite quickly. So, you know, we don't need to put as much time and energy into that. And then lastly, one of the most important things is allocating each goal to a person for them to be in charge of. So whilst, yes, I am looking over these goals and helping my team in any way to move them forward. If I was responsible for every single goal, it would just be my, my only role would be project management and I'm, I'm not the project manager of my studio. Um, I want to be, you know, I am, I guess, our director, but, and I manage my team, but you know, I need to have time to be creative in my own right as well. So, um, sort of splitting those up across, um, the team that I have is a really great way to do that. Again, if you are a one person show, um, that is fine. I, you know, in the past still had my goals, but I probably only would at, with, you know, with one person be having like two to three main goals you're wanting to hit per quarter to make sure you're having, allowing yourself, you know, you're allowing yourself the opportunity 
to be able to get it done without feeling overwhelmed and then you know obviously if you get them done sooner you can celebrate but then you can also work on a couple of other ideas that have very likely popped up throughout uh, that term in itself so just to review taking those yearly goals and then breaking them down into quarters we've got a title of event then we've got five main steps to completion and then from there we're adding who's in charge and we all know the due date is the end of the term so the only other thing that we did um to it sorry We did a couple of other things, but the next thing that we did was about thinking about what we currently have at the studio in terms of our uh, events or our, you know, things that are coming up, the ways that we are inviting new people into the studio, we're growing our studio, sharing our studio uh, in terms of attraction of clients and retaining those clients. So we looked at our events that we had planned for the year and we really made sure that there was something each term where we were um, attracting new people into our business and then we were also planning events where we were uh, doing activities to retain our current clients and to impress them and to show them how much we love them and want to nurture them. So, you know, an attraction event, for an example, might be... um, you know, an open day because that is more for a new person to attend or uh, we might be to create a, an enrollment video. That's an attraction. That's not an event, but that's a thing, you know, an enrollment video. And then activities potentially to help retain our parent would be a parent event like a trivia night or um, potentially a guest speaker about a parenting issue or something that's coming up. Uh, and then we also run our like gala nights and launch events and things like that, uh, which keep our parents very busy and happy. Uh, so that's also something to think about, you know, once you're looking at your calendar for the year, um, thinking about if ensuring that you've got the different ways that you're attracting new clients and retaining your current clients. Then sort of individually, uh, I got each of my team to fill out a, a role kind of position description. So again, there was a table broken up into four and it was, what is your position? How do you know if you're doing it well? What are your weekly tasks, checkpoints and non-negotiables? And what do you need to learn more of to do better in your role? So this is something you could give to your teacher or again, if you're the only teacher, it's something that you could do for yourself to figure out what you're currently doing, which could be a lot and maybe what you would like to um, hand off to a VA or if you're considering hiring a part-time admin person or another teacher, something that you could do uh, to just to kind of map it out a bit more clearly. Um, But then once I had got my team to fill these out we met individually to go over and make sure our expectations were aligned because you know often then when there's miscommunication that is when people can start to be disappointed for you know a myriad of reasons Uh, but being really clear on the role that you have in your studio as well as what your staff uh, and your team members have is really really important and then lastly in our team meeting we looked at what metrics and measurements we want to hit throughout the year. So that included like overall um, student numbers. Um, Then we broke that down into locations. uh, And then we broke that down into adults, like sort of different 
age groups in the studio, what we deemed a successful workshop. Like we had, um, you know, 10 people come or 12 people come or 30 people come. We talked about our retention percentage. We talked about our percentage we wanted to have and maintain for our trial to enrolled. Uh, There's many other sort of metrics and measurements uh, as well as, uh, again, once we've taken that whole uh, number that we aim to get to by the end of the year, breaking it down uh, into goals for each term and then into uh, each week depending on the amount of students we wanted to get at the studio and that's to do with trials as well. So then we could really see you know, how many people we expected to have coming into the studio each week via a trial and then how many of those did we have uh, wanting Sorry, how many of those were we able to convert from trials into enrolled students? So that, again, is an overview of what I did with this virtual team planning session. Again, this was more with my admin team and my more management team, but it's something that you could easily do and get input on with your teachers and, um, you know, have a couple of other questions and tweak it with them to focus more on the student side or the curriculum side of your business uh, versus more of that back-end style stuff. But definitely something I think is so, so powerful to get input in from others. Um, And again, if you're a one-person show, it might be something that you could do with a a friend or a partner or a relative that you trust and get support from that can help you really dream big and then take action to make those goals possible. So I am wishing you guys an absolutely wonderful, start to the year. Um, I know this year is going to be a really, really awesome one. We've got a lot of cool things planned for you guys. And of course, this weekly podcast coming to you uh, with amazing interviews from dance educators and inspiring business owners all around the world, as well as a couple of solo episodes from me. But as always, if you have any questions or episode ideas that you would love for me to do, please send me a message on Instagram. I would love to chat with you about um, what you would like to hear more of. If you're listening to this episode, I would absolutely love it if you could screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. Uh, like I said, it just often me, uh, and I, like I've said in the past, it's often me just sitting in my room or my office with a microphone talking to myself. So it's really lovely to hear from people who are actually listening uh, and to hear what you valued about a particular episode and what you got out of it. Uh, lastly, again, I would love to invite you to join us on the virtual dance teacher convention and that is the sun dance teacher convention held next friday the 28th of january 2022 uh, australian time australian eastern standard time uh we are releasing the timetable probably later today well it's tricky when we're releasing this but it will be this week anyway so check uh, my instagram for that and in the meantime you can get your teachers by uh, tickets by going to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash sun dance teacher convention thank you so much for joining me today and i look forward to speaking with you next week bye for now Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.